Welcome to the water trough where we can't make you drink, but we will make you think. My name is Ed Drost of The Small Business Doctor, and I'm really excited you chose to join me here as we discuss topics that are important for small business folks just like you. If you're looking for ideas, inspiration, and possibility, you've come to the right place. Join us as we take steps to help you create the healthy business that you've always wanted. Welcome back to The Water Trough. This is Ed Draws to The Small Business Doctor, and I'm joined today by my special guest, Lola. That is my parakeet, who you cannot see or hear at the moment. She is being very quiet, but I'm glad that she is sitting here with me. I want to talk today about something called the Project Premortem. Now, for those of you that are fans of TV crime dramas and health-related shows, I'm sure you've heard of the term postmortem. Postmortem is the same as autopsy, and a postmortem is conducted in an effort to identify the cause of death as well as those things that may have contributed to the cause of death of a human being, or for that matter, of an animal. Well, today we're going to talk about something called the premortem, and specifically that which is associated with projects. Projects are an incredibly important part of business. I don't think anybody in business goes much time at all without engaging in some kind of project. Some of them may be formal, some less formal or outright informal, but projects are a way of getting things done, organizing different people, materials, and information in such a way as to deliver a desirable or sometimes not so desirable outcome. In an earlier episode of my podcast, What Can Project Management Do for Business Owners?, my guest, Professor Rob Massoud of Bryant University, spoke about the importance of project management in business. More specifically, he spoke about how we need to excel at this task because projects are very much a part of our everyday business activities. Today, I'd like to talk about a tool that we can employ to enhance the probability of success in our projects. Projects are comprised of, again, people, information, and various other details. And so there's always the opportunity for projects to encounter a variety of issues along the way. The term project premortem was coined by Gary Klein, an applied research specialist with Klein Associates in Ohio. He based his principle on studies that had shown that greater opportunity for success occurs when we assess the potential outcomes of any given situation. He chose to apply this to project management, again, because of its importance in the conduct of business. So in order to understand a project premortem, we have to take a quick look at the various components of performing a project. In the very beginning, the first phase is to conceive of a project idea the concept of what we're going to assess, what we're going to study. The next key part is to assemble a team, a project management team that will be responsible for conducting the project. And it is this team that will also be responsible for conducting the project pre-mortem. Once the team has been developed, and of course, remember, not all teams are devised the same way. Some have greater strengths than others. Some have a difficult time getting along. 
So once the team has been assembled to conduct a project, it's important for them to sit down together and to assess what they're looking to accomplish and the tools and resources, including the human resources, that are available to them at the start. This is the backdrop for the project pre-mortem. All of our information is bundled together. The team is brought together and now we take a look at where we're headed and we ask ourselves this question, what are all the possible reasons this project could fail? In order to do this, we want to position ourselves in the future. The project has concluded and the project has failed. We have not achieved our goals. We look at that and then we pose the question, why? What are all the reasons that we could have gotten to this point? Why did the project end like this? One of the best things that we can do in the project pre-mortem is to employ brainstorming techniques. Brainstorming out-of-the-box reasons for failure. Things that might seem very plausible and things that seem outrageous. Couldn't imagine in a hundred years such a thing would occur, but such things do. The brainstorm principles are applied. No idea is a bad idea. Everyone is encouraged to openly give the ideas that they've got on their mind. And every idea is recorded. And all the ideas collectively are reviewed and prioritized. This is stage one of the project pre-mortem. Sounds easy enough. One of the things that comes up often in project management teams is the team itself. And rest assuredly, when you're going through the pre-mortem process, one of the items that will be included is the failure of the team to work together effectively. This is an opportunity right here to develop a strong team, keeping in mind that the whole nature of a project is that there are multi-individuals involved. It is not being done by a single person. It is being done by a project management team. And so taking a good hard look at the team, its construct, its strengths and its weaknesses at this point will lead to better outcomes. Once the project pre-mortem has delivered on the expectation of identifying things that could lead to the failure of the project, it's important to record these things and keep them in a place that is visible to all throughout the duration of the project. Surely you've heard the term out of sight, out of mind. You've taken the time to identify the possible causes for the failure of your project. So you want to keep these things readily available to remind you as you go. That way you're apt to make a course correction on the fly. If you do not have these things available to you, it's possible you'll have forgotten those things you should be looking out for. And so that's why I say record these things and keep them visible at all times. It will make a difference. Trust me, I've been there and done this, okay? The next thing you want to keep in mind is that as you are engaged in the process of conducting your project, 
you want to recognize when something starts. That goes back again to the matter of out of sight, out of mind, or keeping your potential problems visible. Recognize when something starts. And if you do see something, take action, speak up. It's not suitable enough to see that something is going on and not tell others. The assumption that they would have seen it if you did is not a reliable assumption. Maybe they'd see it, maybe they didn't. But if you see something, take it upon yourself to bring that to the attention of the others on your team. Whenever possible, take preemptive and proactive steps. Surely the pre-mortem is just that. But as you go along and identify things that are also not previously accounted for, again, be forever looking for little things that are going to deviate from the course that you're on. Be preemptive whenever possible. Be proactive whenever possible. Identifying your contingencies in advance is the last thing that I'd like to remind you about. Say, for example, that one of the keys to our failure was identified as our inability to get in touch with our liaison in another department within the company. We have to have a contingency for things like that. It's not simply enough to say, these are the things that can go wrong, but what would we do if they did happen? Projects by their nature tend to have a life of their own. They get going and they move along with a relative amount of speed. And so we don't want to be identifying challenges that have arrived and then try to develop contingencies to work with them. For all those things that you identify as being potential barriers to success in your project, identify contingencies that will help you to work through them effectively so as not to slow down the progress that you're trying to make with your project. That's it for today. The Project Premortem. I hope this information is of value to you. This is Ed Draws, the Small Business Doctor, and once again, I'd like to wish you a healthy business.